Hi everybody, welcome to this week's Family Conversation. It's the last one, and so Tara gets the last Yay. word, which is great. Um, maybe, if there's, by some miracle, someone who doesn't know who you are in our church, mm -hmm. it's probably a good idea to introduce yourself, say who you are. Awesome. Hi, my name is Tara Morgan. I am the Operations Manager here at Every Nation. Uh, also, more than that, I go here. I just mm -hmm. really love this church family. I um, have been here for 2006. Wow. January. So. Yeah, it's like 14 and a half thank years. Thank you. I do the finance for a church and I'm really good at math. I think that's and that wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 14 and a half years. Or 13 and a half. You know what? It's a number of years larger than 10 <laughs> and under 15. Let's go with that. <laughs> I've been coming here. Let's go with that. Okay, yeah. so um, this is a family conversation and in, in large part, this is your idea. In, in many so ways, my, yeah, yeah. and uh, and there it's they've it's been great because these conversations have lined up with uh, so I've been, I've been able to have a conversation with somebody from mm -hmm. the different communities we've been highlighting on these yeah. daily these community stories that we've been doing. I'm just kind of highlighting each community, which has been amazing to mm -hmm. be introduced to each mm -hmm. community, and that seemed like a lot of work. <laughs> like I don't know if you could give us a window on how much time that took. Yeah, That's yeah. a lot of people to get a lot of information from. Totally. I mean. It's been really fun because we first started with the um, the daily prayer stories, which was even more work, yeah. it turns out. <laughs> so we were like, okay, what can we do that keeps this hard mm. and uh, then make it slightly less work, but then almost be more intentional with it. And it was so neat because I felt like when we were talking about it in our meetings, we were having these big meetings about what do we do with this time? What do we do next? And it felt like God kept giving the coolest ideas. Mm. And like one thing we wanted to do for ages is have a clear place on either the website or a social media that lists all of our communities and something about them. Mm -hmm. And so, ta-da, that happened. <laughs> we now have like a highlight reel because of these stories. And um, the other part was we were really wanting to know how do we um, help highlight what is actually happening even though we are all scattered. And it mm -hmm. just felt like God answered that in such a beautiful way. And mm -hmm. for me, I first want to thank all of the community leaders. I know pulling these things together <laughs> Yeah, wasn't easy. Like I had the easy job of typing it out and then passing it off to the graphics team. Mm. Uh, but you had to compile it and mm. call people. And man, that's a lot of work. So thank you to the community leaders and yeah. a giant thank you to Bea and Sam mm -hmm. for um, doing that behind the scenes. Yeah. Like so helpful. Yeah, they worked hard uh, at that. Yeah, so good. It was so nice to see. I mean, just during the countdowns, just seeing the faces yeah. of our community leaders and just having windows. I learned a lot of interesting facts about people that... Was totally. like, wow, there were some really interesting ones in there. And I, I loved how it, it was playful and yet meaningful at the same time. And yes. so I thought it was wonderful. Um, what, what would you say, maybe you can give us a window into, um, it was a lot of effort and uh, I think it was really worthwhile, but maybe you just give us mm -hmm. a deeper dive into what your heart behind that was and why it was worth the effort. Because obviously it was. And now that maybe we're not going to do that, we're going to take a break for social media here for yeah. August and just yeah. give a bit of a rest to that. But um, that doesn't mean that the underlying motivations for why so this good. mattered to you and to your team for putting that on, maybe you could just take a second to explain what that was because yeah. for sure whatever that is isn't going anywhere. Yeah, no, that's so good. Yeah. Um, for me, one of the hardest things about this time has been not seeing everyone at church. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm... A very strange type of person I think in that I'm an extrovert but more than that I like like when I moved to our church I thought it was my job to get to know everyone so I scheduled a lunch coffee or dinner with every woman in our church <laughs> over 200 women <laughs> I was so busy so popular when I first came by it's amazing uh, or you had a lot of surface relationships 
Definitely. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's very fair. I mean, I they all started that. Tiny bit. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, that's the woo part of me from yeah, Strength Finders. Uh, and then from there, like, I got to build certain relationships and not all of them. Right. Um, but I know most of the people in the church, not everyone, mm. and especially as we grow. But mm. uh, if I feel like I don't always remember who's all here, <laughs> then for sure other people are feeling that. And I'm lucky I do our finances. So when you give, I get to see your name and I think of you and I smile and I pray for you. And uh, not everyone gets that. And so this big heart was now that we aren't running into someone when we get coffee mm. uh, at the back or we're not running into someone on the kids church team or we're not like we're still seeing our D groups and mm. our communities to some degree, but we're not seeing the wider church population. And so that was something I really wanted yeah. the church to keep continuing it's to a, get. It's amazing how much that does to see people Huge. that you're not, you're not even necessarily friends with like yes. you don't know them very yes. well but you know that you're connected at a level that transcends absolutely uh transcends i don't know how to transcending friendship seems like the wrong way of saying it but you don't see them all the time they're yeah. not part of your social sphere but you know you're still family yeah and there's something about those yeah. relationships that are really unique that happen in church where it's like we're in different we're we're yeah. different from different yeah. cultural backgrounds we're yeah. in different age brackets totally. we're in different phases of life and yet we're family and those Absolutely. kinds of relationships are so special. And it's, it's the part I lament most. Like yeah. we can still hear sermons. We can still see our friends, but those, those, I, I, I'm calling them the multis, like the multi-generational, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. multi-ethnic, those things really yeah. do suffer in this time. And so this yeah. has been a great window. Um, Absolutely. so I wanted to ask you, uh, th this has been an amazing initiative, but I did want to ask you like, how have you been doing in this time? Cause it's really been uh, a lot of this has flown out of your own heart and your own journey mm -hmm. for, uh, for what God's been teaching you during this weird season. Yeah. So, and, you know, since COVID, give us the update on how right. Tara's doing. I'd love to, yeah. yeah. Um, I love that as a question because I think just the way I think how I am doing is so often tied, I feel like, with how others are doing because I am hmm. so relational. I, like, if I'm going through something, I want to relate it to everyone. I want to talk about it and work it through. And that's so often how God speaks to me. I found the first little bit of time not talking to people as much realizing like, wait, when I talk to women, especially, well, all people, but when I, especially like when I talk to a woman from church and we go deep, like God is speaking to my heart all the time. And I was really missing that. And I mean, the first two weeks I just felt shell shocked. I'm mm -hmm. like, Oh, mm -hmm. Oh, I have four kids and way less childcare. And Oh my gosh, how's this going to work? But, um, I've been really feeling this, that God keeps doing something that I can't shake. And and it's not once. I, I want to say that he did it at the start of COVID and then I got it and I'm awesome and it's been really good. <laughs> but, yeah, because that's how growth works. Totally how growth works. Yeah. Just good forever. We're good. done. Uh, check. Uh, but no, so I feel like what he started doing is something that I've been thinking about that's called like the holy disruption. And it's the idea mm. that like we are daily transformed, but our biggest transfer transformations come when we have a big shift and when something major happens and mm -hmm. when we can't, when we aren't comfortable and we have to sit with our feelings mm -hmm. and our thoughts and actually meet God in that place mm -hmm. and be honest about who we are and what he's doing. And wow. this is a huge thing we see him do in the Bible. Like he does it over and over again where people are going one way. <laughs> Specifically, I think of Saul on the road to Damascus and Jesus is like, disruption, you're changing. We're doing something different mm -hmm. and uh, a new name and everything. But wow. uh, I love these places where it feels like God is, is calling to us. And I was just talking to um, one of our staff members on the phone on my way here and um, sharing with her some of this. And she's like, yeah, you know, the worst part is God's been saying this since March. I still feel like this week I had to relearn it. And that's how I felt like even last week I had amazing deep times with God on the, the specific thing that I feel like he's been teaching me. Mm. And 
then this week, I'll, I just seem to have forgotten. And then it was like, wait, no, no, I'm still supposed to do that with you. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm, mm. And so, like, kind of owning the fact that throughout this time, there's going to be days where I am seeing what God's doing, and I'm doing really well with that, and I'm responding to Him, and we're in relationship. And then there's going to be other days where I probably watch Netflix and, like, didn't remember to pray, and, like, God was still there. And then the next day when I remember to turn to Him, He's, like, so in, and He's not sitting there being like, so yesterday... Mm. You watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine instead of praying. <laughs> you know? I feel like he's like, hey, welcome. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad to be with you. <laughs> I love that. I, I, so you, you, have, you feel like there's just been this disruption in your life, like I think probably many of us have, mm-hmm. and curveballs have been thrown. Um, what do you feel like, how does this play out in your life? Like, what do you feel like you've had to turn from and to? Mm-hmm. You yeah, Because I like the theory, and I think people can resonate with that. Maybe you can give us the specifics. Like, what do you feel like God has invited you into? What yeah. exactly has been disrupted yeah, personally? Yeah. Well, it's, I'm not sure if the thing that, I'm not always sure if it matters if how connected they are, mm. but for me, it's been like, I think for many of us, those structures, the things that make us feel safe, the things we trust in, the things we do to manage our anxieties that we do to manage our fears or our worries. Like I know that, okay, if we keep making this amount of money and this, Mm. like the day COVID hit, like the day everything shut down, I lost my part-time job Mm. and I I didn't qualify for CERB and it was like, oh crap. (laughs) I'm like, day one, I'm like repenting and crying and talking to Paul and we're like having a moment on the couch. I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. (laughs) This is going to be fun. Uh, I thought month at that time, but I guess longer. Yeah, remember when we thought it was all going to be like a few weeks? (laughs) We'll be back by Easter. No No problem. It was complicated for me personally because I got engaged the same weekend that COVID hit and we're like... Let's just wait a couple weeks to tell everybody. We'll see everybody in a few weeks at church. Right? And then great. we forgot to tell like a whole lot of people. Your accidental secret engagement. Yeah, accident, <laughs> very accidental, everybody, and in case anyone cares. But yeah, these are good points. Yeah. So what? So then would you say that um, uh, the structures have been disrupted? So what has God invited you into? Yeah. So from there, I feel like what God's really wanted to say is those things that you were using to manage like I'm taking those. So you have to use me. So you have to turn to me. And man, that's tricky. Like last week Mm. it got to look like spending hours praying with God and actually connecting with him. Um, and then this week it's looked like when there isn't enough hours to do the things that I think I have to do this week, trusting that he's doing it, not me. Mm. And both of those places involve equal amounts of trust. Um, and yeah, through all of COVID, in each moment, whatever it's been, I keep feeling this invitation from God to connect with him and to mm. be close to him and also to be, like, to receive his love because it isn't about performing or being with him. But I know, like, when I watch my kids in this time and they have the most heartbreaking questions, Abby talks about the olden days before COVID, <laughs> before the germs. Abby's not allowed <laughs> to have good old days. Yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> these olden days I'm like that was last month okay fine uh you know and now when we see someone I'm already allowed to touch them what a heartbreaking question that is and yeah just but when I watch them dealing with their anxieties I don't feel like man shape up okay there's moments I do feel that but mostly I just I want to love them and I want to draw them near and I mm. see like we've seen all of the I've gotten these special moments with my kids in this time where they lay on me and they rest mm. and they're with me and like we'll giggle or smile they fall asleep it barely matters maybe the TV's on like what we're doing isn't even always the point but that we are together and resting mm. and every time I feel like God's like feel this because I can feel their solid little bodies <laughs> pressed on me and it's like 
feel this, this is what I want to do with mm. you. And it is going to be less tangible, but honestly, over this last while, as I've been trying to practice it more and trying to walk it out, it's starting to feel more tangible. Mm. I mean, it's got, so it'll never be fully, sure. but it really is starting to feel like something, yeah. a weight on my chest in a good way. Hmm. I, I like this. It, to me, it feels ironic. The two halves of our conversation here is we're, you know, scrambling to try to help people mm -hmm. feel connected online. Right. And it's been great, but there's, we just what the heck can social media do at the end of the day? Right. And I, th I think it's funny, you know, it's good to remember and, and we're going to do everything we can to keep everybody feeling connected as a spiritual family. Mm -hmm. But I think it's okay to admit that there is a chasm yeah. that has existed. Yeah. And uh, I, I was talking with a pastor friend of mine and he was saying, no matter how hard, no matter how efficient we get yeah. at an online anything, yeah. it's only ever going to be a quarter of what meeting together would be, you wow, know, like, or yeah, something. Absolutely. And it, no matter how smooth the transitions yeah. become, and no, how, no matter how many yeah. glitches I can remove <laughs> from the Sunday service, it, it still yeah. by definition is missing something. And so, yeah. I, I so, in my anxiety, I've wanted to uh, recapture what was, and yeah. we're going to keep trying because that's not bad yeah, in and of absolutely. itself. But I think a, I, I, I've been trying to ask myself and wondering. It sounds like the same thing that you're wondering is what is God inviting me into with the inside the absence yeah. and in the vacuum that's been created and i can't think of a better thing than to fill god with to fill that place with god's presence and connection Absolutely. in a deeper way yeah. and if the church isn't being a facilitation tool for that primarily yeah. then i don't know what it is so Absolutely. maybe you can give us like what what does your august look like what are how are you personally mm -hmm. responding to god's invitation to connection yeah. and uh and you know how would you encourage the church to participate yeah. with you if they feel like they're having similar things going on in their own hearts yeah it's so good i think first of all with what you're saying it's this interesting i love that pastor greg said this in our singleness time where he talked about how adam and eve like he made eve Adam alone wasn't enough with just God. And mm. so it's this tension. We, we obviously hate tensions here in our church, but mm. it's this tension of like, you only need God to some degree. Yeah. And it's all a hundred percent him. And we do need our spiritual family. And sure so do. this pull in my heart of this connection of like, I need to make sure I'm connected with God because like, I just need that. And then it's most loving to the people around me that I'm connected with God because I see the anxieties that creep up and then, you know, you're going to, whatever that looks like for you. Some people that's withdrawal, some people that's push forward. And so realizing, first of all, I need it. And then it's loving to others, but then mm. also to share that with others, realizing how much as I've been working through what God's been doing in my heart and I share it at D group or I share it with a friend, not only am I reminded cause we forget so quickly, but also, um, it helps other people and then they're reminded. And some of the things that have been really helping me, I've been following these few different podcasts that over the COVID time had started a daily meditation sort of meditations, the wrong word, but it was their daily connection. And they would talk over a song or a verse or um, some part of scripture and really like walk you through that in a contemplative way. And it was so like really life-changing for me in a lot of ways or not life-changing is the wrong word, but it really helped shift how to sit with God. And mm. a friend told me about it. And if she hadn't told me, I wouldn't know. And um, I feel like that's, for me, the invitation this summer from God has been come away with me this August and be with me. Um, last year in, in the fall, I felt God invited me away for a weekend and it was really powerful and an amazing time. And as a mom of four at that time with two jobs, I don't, I just am so thankful that's such a gift. I don't know how that even happened, but God really met me there. And this feels like a similar invitation, but mm. this one comes with not being totally unplugged from the world because 
most of us are still home. Most of us still have to work online. And it feels like in August, there's an invitation to say, in all of the things you have to do and the connections that do remain, making sure that God is a that deeply rooted moment. And sometimes um, that's going to look like swinging in a hammock. Mm. <laughs> uh, Christy, our missionary that's going to be joining us from London uh, and from the States, had sent something out that said why rest isn't mandatory for missionaries. And I thought it was so helpful because... They'll talk about, you know, it's a spiritual retreat. So take a week, like take a time to like read your Bible or listen to worship. And then the thing that bugged the, the guy that was talking the most was they said, maybe sit in a hammock. And if you're a doer, it's like, but that seems bad. Right. Yeah. But I feel like God's been like float, float in a floaty and like believe that I'm there. And then the next morning, read your Bible. And then another morning, do something. And I feel like there's like, I can talk to the people around me and hear what tools they're using. And like, for me, I don't always know how to connect with God. I have the ways I've always done it, but it feels like there needs to be something new or different right now. And there's so many resources I feel like God's been giving me, mm. different keys of ways to do that. And so I think recognizing that my relationship with God and all of our relationships with God is basically a relationship like we have with a friend. And so um, like if I look at us, Jonathan, we meet on Zoom for staff meetings. <laughs> we are here right now. <laughs> Sometimes we... Um, text. Sometimes we message on Slack. Sometimes we have a phone call. Sometimes we meet in person. And there's all of these layers up that are our relationship. And it's mm -hmm. not like, oh, Jonathan and I exist on phone or only in person. And, and realizing that mm. it's okay with God if it looks like sometimes a quick Slack message to be like, oh, I need to do this thing. Can you help me? <laughs> and then other times it's like, no, we are having a deep connections. And then other times we're just chilling next mm. to each other. Not that you and I ever do that. We should probably. Never. Have a vacation together someday as a family, vacation. family members. The Mitchell Morgan family vacation. Yeah, but um, like, yeah, just like really acknowledging that that's what God wants to invite us into. And I think mm. there's this invitation for our church that in August as a staff, we step back every August. Pastor Greg has been so kind and wise in leading us in that every year that as a staff in August, we do what needs to be done. Everything keeps going, but there's an invitation to breathe and to connect with God. And I feel like that same invitation is, is there for us as a church is breathe, mm -hmm. rest with God. It's not ticking something off a list, but actually growing in our intimacy with him, mm -hmm. despite all that still has to be done in August. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I think that if we, if any of our activity doesn't flow out of an intimacy with him, it gets skewed really quickly. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and for whatever's next, you know, come the fall, um, you know, a church is in a, in a weird space, like capital C church is in a very mm -hmm. strange, interesting yeah. time. Yeah. And I'm really curious about what God's going to do and how he's going to advance his kingdom. And uh, my big prayer is that what he would show the church, mm -hmm. including ours, is that uh, almost like putting him in his rightful place. Yeah. And wow. the, the, uh, a cynical term I like to use sometimes is churchianity. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like this idea that church uh, becomes the focal point of everything. Yeah. But I think he's really reminding you and a lot of us mm -hmm. that what the center of church is. And it's almost though this vacuum has, has helped highlight that. Absolutely. So I, I don't know, I'd, I'd love to pray for you and for our church simultaneously mm -hmm. that this would be, that this summer and this season would be, no matter mm -hmm. how no matter how hard people are working or no matter how many people are resting or no matter how much activity mm -hmm. is yeah. in their life, that that there would be um, there would be a realization of the centricity yes. of, of intimacy with God. Mm -hmm. um, and so let me just pray for that. Yeah, thank uh, Father, thank you for Tara and for what you're teaching her about you being the person she runs to, mm -hmm. about you being where she finds her rest. Thank you for inviting her into these 
peaceful times of encountering you in a more relaxing way or a more receiving sort of way. It just sounds awesome and sounds like your heart. Mm. Uh, and Father, I pray that you would minister to each member uh, of our family uh, the ways that you long to connect with them. Yes. And I, th I do thank you uh, for pulling back a lot of the mm -hmm. things that we've leaned on, perhaps, uh, a lot of the a lot of the day in day out uh, Christian stuff, so mm -hmm. to speak, that um, may or may not be uh, vessels of your presence, depending on how we're seeing them. And so, Father, I do ask that you would work a miracle uh, in the heart of our family that we would come out of this time, however long it is, of of of, of being really limited in our connection, with a deep realization mm -hmm. of your sufficiency mm -hmm. uh, and how you really do meet all of our needs. And I pray That's that that wouldn't be a cliche thing we talk about as an ideal, but it would be an experience of our church. And so, yeah, the word sufficiency just keeps coming to mind. And so, Father, mm -hmm. I pray that you would give us the wisdom to keep knowing how to to, to, to steer the, to steer our church and, and, and you give us direction on the practical mm -hmm. things to do. Mm -hmm. But, Father, I pray that you it would always point to your sufficiency um, as, uh, as, the, as the ultimate um, bullseye. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. thank you for what you're teaching, Tara, and I pray that it would be indicative mm -hmm. of what you're teaching our whole family. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So thank you for all the work that I you've done. You. I think it's been awesome. And I, I, uh, despite our limitations, um, mm -hmm. it's been really neat to see how well people have been able to stay connected. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it might be good to just say, like, if, if there's, if, if, there's um, if you feel on the, we've talked a lot about connection. Yeah. And uh, if you ever feel on the outskirts yeah. or you feel like there's things that don't, yeah. uh, that, you, that, you, that you feel on the outside or you feel disconnected, yeah. um, uh, I know that people are overjoyed when they receive a phone call yeah. because somebody feels on the outside. Like it's yeah. just such a great wow. thing. Yeah. And uh, I really trust our church to be able to be responsive and, right. and pastor those people. Yeah. And, uh, and please make use of family yeah. and make it's use so of good. all that stuff. So I don't know if you want to add anything to that, but. No, I just think that's so good. I think it's so easy to believe these lies in our head that other people are busier or more connected than we are. And mm -hmm. even this week, somebody, uh, Charlotte messaged me and mm -hmm. asked if we could uh, have a walk and hang out sometime. And I just felt so loved. I just thought, man, like I really miss seeing Charlotte. And like she hadn't been on my radar. And I, my heart just felt so happy. And you could have looked and been like, well, Tara's very connected, mm. which I am. But I always want more. You're my church family. I love you. And I know that so many of you feel that. So. Yeah, I think on Sunday, I'm, I know we're going on now, but I, I, on Sunday, the the analogy that was given about the elbow and the oh, hand yeah. and like, there, there, uh, there are lots of hands out there that need the elbows to be the elbows or they won't be connected. Yeah. And so I think many of you, if you feel like a hand, reach out to the elbows. And if you're yeah. an elbow, mm -hmm. reach out to the hands. There's no, there's no, these, yeah. we're all equal. Uh, but not I think the shoulders that, though. Not we the don't shoulders. Want them. No, <laughs> we don't want them. But I think to, to own that responsibility yeah. of being connected and, and building a family isn't a top down responsibility. Absolutely. It's like a, we all get to share in that. So anyways, oh, thanks sorry. for coming in. Yeah. Appreciate it. May I say one more thank yes. you, which is we came up with this harebrained idea to do this and Jonathan was so kind and wrestled through with us. Like, what would that even look like? How can I draw people out week after week? And you've done it. And it, mm. I know it's taken you time and editing and set up and like everything, but thank you. You, you really did serve our church really mm. well in that. And I know I really appreciated being able to have ideas and be like, so, and then do you want to do this? <laughs> with all the work that it's entailed and then you're in and i just i really appreciate that it served our church well oh, so shucks. thank you yeah well i hope it has thanks for being here guys and i'm sure we're going to do something similar midweeks in the fall we're trying to figure out exactly what serves you best so if you have thoughts let us know because this whole podcast thing actually works kind of nice and i felt comforted by not these because i don't want to listen to my voice all the time but definitely the <laughs> sermons and so hopefully it's been helpful so Perfect. we'll see you guys soon we'll see you on sunday bye, bye.